Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this morning? Good morning to you all over on YouTube and also on DLive. And yes, if you are watching on DLive, this is the first official partnered stream on DLive. So we are officially now partnered over on DLive. So thank you. Uh, the thank the D Live people for for finally uh, getting my <laughs> getting my request through, and I'm uh, very very excited. So uh, let's see, we got Peabody and Darkstar fifty seven watching over on the D Live. So what's going on, good peeps? What's going on, good peeps? Also, of course, to my YouTube peeps as well. Lou, hey mate, how's your day been? My day's been all right. It's uh, just started. Had mass, of course, at seven fifteen, like I normally do. And I am exhausted. I have not gotten any sleep this weekend. So I plan on going for about an hour and then going to crash for several hours. <laughs> going to take a melatonin and just pass out for a little bit because I need to catch up on some sleep. It's been quite a weekend. It's been quite a week. Andy Franklin, what's going on, man? Tina is here. What's going on, Tina? Hello, hello, hello. She's up with some coffee. Yeah, uh, if I drank coffee, I'd be up with some coffee right now. But I, I've just I'm not a coffee drinker. Doesn't really have an impact. Doesn't really impact me at all. And I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> Sticky V, what's going on, good sir? What's going on, good sir? Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, because as the title implies, we're talking a little bit about the box office today, a little bit about how Dark Phoenix is continuing to bomb, looks to be potentially one of the biggest box office, if not the biggest box office bomb of the year. And I've noticed that the video that I did for Geeks and Gamers is getting a little bit of attention as far as in the comments section, where people are saying, why are you blaming Disney? Well, keep in mind that... Dark Phoenix and as far as X-Men's property and the Fox property was taken over months before Dark Phoenix came out, meaning that YouTube had a lot of control over marketing. YouTube had a lot of control over the end, you know, over the finished product. And if you're going to tell me that the Fox people behind the, the movie weren't in contact with Disney knowing that the deal was going to go down and that Disney was not involved in their decision to change the ending because it was similar to a Disney product, I'm sorry, but a... I'm sorry, but that just doesn't make any sense. That does that's not work out. So anyone that's trying to say, oh, Disney had nothing to do with it. Disney's not involved. Uh, get your head out of your butt and realize the truth. And the truth of the matter is the fact that Disney was heavily involved by the very fact that it was because of Captain Marvel. Look, it's Captain Marvel. Again, that is the only reason why, or the main reason why, the principal reason why you had the film getting changed. You had Dark Phoenix getting changed in the first place. Now, does that mean that Dark Phoenix was going to be good without Disney? No, I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that it is was as is and was as bad as it is, and that the ending would change mostly because of Disney's interaction. Man, oh man. Tina says melatonin will definitely even you out. Now nah, coffee half the time puts me out puts me to sleep. Really, Tina? Coffee puts you to sleep? Oh Lord. Oh Lordy. <laughs> Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. But, yeah, so Dark Phoenix is said to become one of the biggest box office bombs of the year. No questions about it. I would also say that you also have Men in Black International, which did not have a very strong second weekend. It dropped, what, over 65%, and that is another movie that is set to bomb. And I think the reason why, and I'm still only halfway through, uh, allegedly, on my fire stick, allegedly, of course, and... Really, I think that the reason why the movie is flopping so much is not just because it's another Men in Black film, but because it's it's officially a reboot. It's not a continuation of, of the story. It's not a part four. It is its own entity, and it's trying to reboot the franchise. And that is something that anyone could have told you, wait a minute, out of all the franchises to reboot, there is one, clearly one, that would be on one of those lists of long, long lists of franchises that do not need to and probably should not be rebooted, Men in Black being just one of those reasons, and of course, no one is going to see it 
for that very reason. Because the movie itself is boring. The movie itself serves no purpose except for the fact that it is a reboot of a franchise that did not need to be rebooted in the first place. Which is stupid and ridiculous. So, I honestly, I don't understand the logic behind it. I don't understand the logic behind other than, oh, let's just, you know, go ahead and continue to be Hollywood and continue just to make decisions that are totally based on, oh, we want to make a quick buck. We don't want to put any originality into our films anymore. Which is the reason why Disney has only, what, two original films coming out over the next between five and ten years, and they're both coming from Pixar, like, that says something. If Pixar is the only studio within Disney that is creating original content, which means that you're not getting any new live-action original content that's not a reboot or a sequel, that is a really bad thing. And especially when you look at the box office and you start to see that Disney is still, for some reason, somehow dominating the box office. I mean, look at Aladdin's numbers. Aladdin is sitting pretty at 850 or so million dollars. We're getting close to the $850 million mark. That is insane. The fact that a reboot to a classic animated movie is getting close to a billion dollars when the film should not have even broken 400 realistically if, if the world was a, a just and fair place is just awful. It's, it's, it's awful, and really all we can do and all we can really point out to is the fact that there are just people out there that for some reason want to continue to support these types of films, and people are not going to get the message, or more, more specifically, you're not going to finally get a message given to, and you're not going to give a message to Disney until you stop supporting these movies. Stop supporting these prequels and these sequels and these reboots if you, want, if you actually want original content. Like, seriously, that's the only way that we're going to get original content is if they stop making money. But the fact that Aladdin is going to get close to it, it's not going to cross a billion dollars just because it's, it's been out for too long and there's movies that are coming out over the next few months. But the fact that it's even within the discussion that it's, like, within $200 million and will be within $200 million by the end of its run, um, maybe even less than that could possibly be within even close to $100 million of a billion, is insane is absolutely insane. So guys, just remember, if you are on YouTube and you have a question for me, I will be glad to answer it. I love interacting with the chat. I don't just wait for donations to come in. You will see on YouTube, Super Chats are off, and I do that on purpose because uh, Disney, or not Disney, it might as well be Disney, uh, YouTube takes 30% of every single Super Chat, and because of all the crap that YouTube's doing nowadays, I don't want any money from the channel going to, or any of your hard-earned money going to YouTube, and so if you want to donate, go to the links in the description of this video, go to the Streamlabs link, and you can donate through there, and you YouTube will not get a dime of it. And if you are on DLive right now, I got nine people watching on DLive. Thank you so much for watching on DLive for the first partnered stream. Thank you so much again uh, for helping me get to that point on DLive. It's been insane to, to finally, you know, when I got the email, I was like, this has to be a joke, right? But sure enough, uh, I got the little verified check mark next to my name. At least I'm verified somewhere. You know, Twitter still hasn't verified me, but you know what? I don't care about that nonsense. I don't care about that nonsense. It is silly. It is stupid. But for DLive people, thank you so much. And for DLive, if you have a question or you want to get my attention, just put at Odin at the beginning of your comment, and I will know that you're trying to get my attention. Uh, let's see. Chris70, S007 over on DLive says, hello, 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 hello. Peabody says to chat with Odin. Thank you, Peabody, for letting them know. And Peabody says, don't forget, push your word spoilatory. Yeah, so Mr. Peabody, when I said the word, and it was two words, spoiler territory, in his mind, or maybe it was just came out this way, it sounded like I said spoilatory. And so now he's like, this needs to be your new word. And so for, for Mr. Peabody, uh, spoilatory. Any, if I, anytime I'm going to talk spoilers, I'm going to try and go spoiler, spoilatory. 
Fill me a professor. What's going on, bruv? And Mr. Piave, thank you very much for the two ice cream donation. Ice cream. Thank you very much for that. I really do appreciate it. Fill me a professor says, did you check John Campio's coverage of behind-the-scenes drama of MIB? Apparently, the script was being rewritten while it was being shot. I did not because I do not watch John Campia because John Campia is one of the prince princes, if not the queen of shills. And I tried to avoid him like the plague. So I did not watch it, but that does not surprise me. I'm sure that other people have been covering that as well. But when you look at the movie and you realize just how bored you are five, ten minutes into it, you realize, yeah, I could tell that there were probably some behind-the-scenes shenanigans going on. <laughs> Darkstar57, thank you very much for the ice cream. Appreciate it. And, babe, uh, dude, Peabody, thank you very much for posting those links in the DLive. Uh, those are links to my PayPal and to my Streamlabs if you want to donate. Um, if you want to have your message pop up and be read live on air, please Donate through Streamlabs. If you donate through PayPal, again, it would be much appreciated. But if you do send a message over there, I probably won't get to it until a little bit later just because of the way that PayPal works. But if you want to donate, you can still donate through PayPal, but through Streamlabs instead. And then your message will pop up and everything, kind of like what's going on with the DLive peeps. Thank you very much, Mr. Roy, for the diamond donation. Really do appreciate it a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, heading back over to my YouTube peeps. What is going on? What's going on? Um, alright, so got the melatonin comment. So Tina also said, watched a video from Clownfish TV yesterday about Toy Story 4. Folks are saying it's giving off strong Ralph Breaks the Internet vibes. That's not good. Oh boy. Yeah, Ralph, for those that don't know, I hated Ralph Breaks the Internet, and the main reason why is because the story that is being told there is a terrible story for kids. It is a terrible story, especially for little girls, because what it's teaching little girls is the same message that third-wave feminism taught in the 1960s, that, oh, you can leave your families... You can leave the the repressive uh, strains of marriage and families behind, and you can just abandon them and do whatever the hell you want. How do they do that? Well, Vanellope goes off, leaves her game, and then she finds out that her game might actually be turned off because she's not there. And what does she do? She says, oh, that's not my problem. And what does the film do? Say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's not her problem. And then that's how the game, I mean, seriously, like, that's a terrible message to send. Oh, go off and do whatever you want, no matter who you impact, no matter what cultural, like, no matter what impact or personal impact you have on any person in your life, go off and do whatever it is that you want to do. Screw everybody else. That is a terrible message. Now, again, I'm all for independence and everything, but if your actions are going to directly negatively impact somebody else, that is something that I have a problem with, and that is something that I don't think any movie, let alone a, you know, a Pixar film, should be promoting by any means. So if, if Toy Story 4, which I have not seen yet because I had no time over the weekend, which is why there were no streams, which is why I still need to put – I'm still – I'm two weeks behind on the Patreon podcast, which is why I'm trying to put up some like private videos. I do have a, I do have a full video of performances, of one performance from uh, Music Man that I was in. So I'm going to try and get that up to my Patreon peeps. So if you are a Patreon supporter, a dollar and up people, you will get access to that. If you are, again, processed for the month, you will get access to that probably sometime today. I'm kind of holding off on that for a little bit because I want to make sure that the people that were in the show get access to the link first. I sent the links out to the director last night, so he should be sending those out probably sometime today, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, so you will be getting access. You'll be able to see the entire show. You'll be able to see my performance. You'll get to see me perform Trouble live on stage. Not live on stage, but recorded live on stage. Um, but yeah, because of that, I was not able to see Toy Story 4, and it sounds to me, and I've heard both sides. I've heard people say that it was good. I've heard people say it was bad. So I'll have to make up my own mind when I actually end up going to see it. Talking about Toy Story 4. Alice McCarthy, what's going on, dude? One thing I was able to watch last night, one of the reasons why I didn't get a lot of sleep was because I was like, oh, wait, that's right. Stomping Grounds was a pay-per-view that happened last night. And so I downloaded it, uh, allegedly, allegedly, of course, watched it on 2.5 speed, allegedly. And, uh, oh, boy. 
the WWE product is is quite bad these days. It's quite bad. We'll talk about that on Thursday on the Open Forum. Let's see. Fandom Menace. Hello, my friend. I finally finished the that ER show. So many things happened in 15 seasons. It's not even funny. Fandom Menace, I always feel like anytime you're in the chat, you're always finishing something. It's amazing. It's amazing how much you're you're able to, you know, to to to, <laughs> to be able to get up there. Uh, Paul, thank you very much for the $5 donation, says, live your life, but you let us enjoy it too. Of course, Paul, I, I will continue to live my life. I think I know who you are. I think, maybe, could be, maybe, could it be? Yes, it could. Something good, something good. Um, but yeah, I will try and always bring you guys along with whatever I can. So I did put a vlog up of kind of chronicling my, my last day, um, you know, my last day doing there. So for those who don't know, so I guess, again, yeah, get into the life update part of it. So for those that don't know, this past weekend, the reason why I wasn't streaming, why I wasn't putting up uh, the daily videos like I normally do is because I was in a show called Music Man at a church that I've been doing shows at for 20 years. So my first show at this church was in 1999. It's a Methodist church. And one of their outreaches or part of their outreach is they put on shows during the summer and it's for free. And all they ask is for donations during intermission. And usually people are very generous with it because they're seeing, you know, live theater, a live orchestra for most of the years, too. I think there was only one year where we, where we didn't have a live orchestra for some reason. And it's something that is very rare to find. You know, it's rare to get theater for free in any place, like any city, let alone the city of New Orleans, where there's places that are charging like Broadway level monies for a, you know, semi-professional performance, which is just insane to me. Um, so it's been amazing to be a part of that outreach, even though it's obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a devout Catholic. And so even though it's been that, it's it's still been really cool to be a part of the ministry nonetheless. And this was my 20th year officially. And it was also a year I got cast as the lead role. I was cast as Harold Hill in The Music Man. And it was, of course, crazy, and it, it took a lot of the time that I had, but it was also fun. I got to, you know, get to know people that I hadn't really gotten to know a lot about, you know, over the past several years. I mean, there's been people now who have been there for, you know, 10 years, you know, 5 to 10 years who, who I've seen grow up in front of my own eyes, who are graduating high school. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I remember when y'all were just, like, itty little bitty kids, and now they're, you know, growing up, and it's just insane to me, and it's just it was really cool to be able to get to know them a little bit better since since they have graduated and you know be able to form those you know be like now you know you guys are adults now this is insane you know get to know them better and and get to know more about their life and also of course the adults like the actual adults you know the ones that are closer to my age even like 10 you know 20 years older than I am you know getting to know them for you know people that I've been doing shows with who I've of course talked to but I've never really been able to have you know really great conversations with I had them this year and it was really just something where I'm, I'm like, I'm going to miss this. And, you know, you, you don't spend 20 years at many places. It's very rare that you have 20 years experience anywhere. And so to look back at my time, and I did, I was reflecting on that throughout the entire day. I mean, it was just something that was truly incredible. And it was, uh, it was an amazing experience overall. But anyway, so I had that going on this weekend. I also attended a wedding as well. And it was actually so close where I was able to actually drive back in time to catch the closing of the show because I had to miss my closing uh, closing night. So my closing night was actually Friday. They closed the show on Saturday. So the, the director actually stepped up, a uh, really good guy, stepped up and and did the role for me um, on my closing night or on, on the closing night of the show. So I got to actually get there to see their bows and to, you know, see them and to say goodbye to them. And then we took down the stage yesterday, which took, you know, most of the day. And I got to, again, have those conversations. And, and we, we're, we're doing some plans to try and meet up before I leave officially, you know, sometime in the middle of, of April or rather April, middle of July, end of July, um, officially, you know, formally 
uh, depending on how well the house sells and everything. And that's the other thing that's been going on is that, you know, the house has been on the market. We have some people that are interested, but, you know, kind of not really acting as quickly as I would really like. And so that's been kind of a, uh, you know, cause for anxiety. But uh, the wife and I, Frey and I had a conversation last night. And so we're, we're talking about, all right, let's just do worst case scenario and let's just start planning for worst case scenario that the house does not sell by the time we need to leave and what we're going to do about it. So we're going to be looking into apartments, long term, long stay, uh, Airbnbs in the in the area in the Tennessee area that we're going to. Um, but yeah, anyway, so. Um, back to these before I fall too far behind. Tina, thank you for letting them know. CB says, have you seen Murder Mystery with Adam Sandler? I found it to be pretty entertaining. I have not seen it. Never, I've never even heard of that. I've never even heard of Murder Mystery. Is that new? Is that like one of his Netflix things? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Summoner, thank you for the follow over on DLive. Peabody says, yep, not too bad uh, was seven fifty. <laughs> Nice, very cool. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Professor says, saw your vlog, not going to lie. Seeing you come to terms with the fact that you would be leaving the production was really emotional. Yeah, and it was something that I was preparing myself for all week, but then I was actually there. I was actually on stage, and I was just taking it all in. You know, I was just taking it in every single moment. And it was funny because, uh, so there's this thing that we do in, in theater. So after opening night, once we get everything actually taken care of, you know, you try and add games almost to the productions just to keep it alive, you know, to keep the game alive, to keep the show alive. And so one of the games that you do is you find moments on stage when you catch the eye of somebody and you give what's called a lickery grin. So you go like and, and it's meant to like make the person smile, make the person laugh. And so on my closing night on Friday, all of a sudden half the cast like it had to have been half the cast. All of them start doing that to me during the show, and all of a sudden, I was just like, "Guys, I hate you because you're, you're you're distracting me, but I love you because this is just hilarious." And it was just so much fun to see. And you'll see, like, you know, there's certain like small details that you might not be able to recognize when I do put the footage up for my patrons uh, of the show, but it's just, uh, it was a blast, you know. And I was just thinking back on it as we're taking down the stage. I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm only going to be about seven hours away or so from this area. So my my goal is is that during the summers is I'm going to come and drive down to help build the stage, to help take down the stage, and then definitely going to see the performances, you know, at least once to support them because I still know so many people there and I got to know so many of them so much closer during this show specifically. And so I want to continue to support them and to support their ministry, even if now it's going to be as an audience member. It is still, you know, sad that I'm not going to be able to actually, you know, participate and to be on stage and such. And that's kind of heartbreaking. And a lot of them were joking around saying, oh, no, you know, you could just come back for a month, you know. And I said, yeah, that'll go over well with Freya. Yeah, all right, honey. Uh, so I'm going to leave you in Tennessee for a month to go live with my parents at home so I can do, so I can go do theater. <laughs> Luckily, the place that we're going actually has a little community theater center. And it looks like it's like a very well-established one. So it's not associated with the church. It's just an actual like official community theater space. So we're kind of excited about that because she liked doing community theater when she lived in uh, one of the various parts of, of Louisiana. And so we're actually going to try and do that together. So I'm hoping that they have some type of summer program similar to what uh, the church that I went to has um, because that would be really cool to have that happen. All right, Grandmaster Yoda says, if Endgame don't beat Avatar, now Disney will look the biggest fool ever. Endgame will be remembered as a stupid meme and when they were so desperate. Well, as I said before, you know, this this first one of, oh, we're going to give you an extra four minutes, that was just the tip of the iceberg. If that doesn't work, if they don't get the numbers that they're going to look for to try and see, are they trending towards finally beating Avatar, I think the next one's going to be a bigger push. I think the next one is honestly going to end up being 
a a push of oh we're gonna have a poster or oh we're gonna have a limited edition this and they're gonna try and actually give people stuff they're gonna really try and push people to go see it again because they, I again they want that record and people are saying oh they already own Avatar they only they already own the record no 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 Avatar was done before them Avatar record was set long before it's associated specifically with who exactly they want Disney's name they want Marvel's name to be associated with the largest grossing film. Of course, all before Justice for Inflation. We all know this, but it's all about, again, the optics. And you know that Disney cares about optics. Let's see. Will Gentry says, Hey, Odin, can you actually say sorry anymore? Or is it just natural to say sorry now? Yeah, I mean, it's become so natural. Like, every time I say sorry, now I'm like, Oh, that just doesn't sound right. I need to say sorry. <laughs> Intertrap Production says, Greetings, my lord. I'm streaming right now, too. But I'm wanting to stop by and leave a like and say hello. Have a good stream and see you next time. Thank you, Intertrap Productions. You have a good one, man. Yeah, next time on Thursday, if I'm streaming the same time, I will definitely uh, raid your stream. Uh, Tina says, a few YouTubers are saying Men in Black uh, behind the scenes was a mess from script rewrites to the actors bringing in their own dialogue writers to arguments over plotting. Well, that helps explain a lot, Tina. That helps to explain a lot. CT, what's going on, bruv? Hunger uh, Chunka Funka Munga says, what movie should I watch to celebrate my 40th today? Alien, Life of Brian, or Star Trek The Motion Picture? Well, first off, Hunka Chunky, happy 40th birthday. Hope you're doing well. Hope that you're feeling better, man. Um, and for your 40th birthday, I would say out of those, go with something funny, man. Life of Brian. Go with something funny. It's, it's a day to laugh. It is a day to laugh and find joy. And so always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> so, yes, Life of Brian is the one that I would choose out of those. But happy birthday. Happy birthday to the hunker chunga funky monkey. You're awesome, dude. Spider Flash says, so is there a Top Hat Odin account yet? A Top Hat Odin account? A Top Hat? Why would there be a Top Hat Odin account? Gennison, Elite Troll, what's going on, bruv? Oscar says, agreed, it was yikes of a pay-per-view. Let's talk more about Thursday. Yeah, we'll talk more about that Thursday. Because everyone's going to be like, wrestling? Why are you talking about wrestling? And then they're going to leave. Uh, Rosetta Allen, Allen, says, just wanted to pop in and wish you well. At Dr. Ruffer now, got to rest after Hope to See Night. Oh, have a good one. Yes, I will be streaming tonight. Uh, the timing might be up for debate because I'm doing something at 9, and Mia and the wife need to talk. But I think our talk last night covered the talk that we needed to have. I'm not saying that there was something that, like, like my wife was like, we need to talk. It was just a, we haven't seen each other in a very long time. Because <laughs> even at the wedding, she was in it, so we barely got to see each other then. So I kind of wanted to be able to spend a little bit of time with her tonight, but I might not be able to. So I'll get you back. It should be around the same 6 o'clock, 6.30 uh, Central Standard Time. Um, but I'll let you guys know. So, again, I'll create an event for it as soon as that I have an official time for it. But we are having a, we are having a stream tonight. So we are having a stream tonight. We're having a stream tomorrow morning. We're having a stream tomorrow night. We're having the one-man low council tomorrow night. And then Wednesday is going to give you, like, just be, like, my off day. That's probably when I'm going to go, like, vlogging and go looking around. I'm going to see if any of the Captain Marvel stuff. There are still Captain Marvel bots fighting me on Twitter, fighting me in the comment section of the vlog that I did saying, oh, but, you know, no one's buying that anymore. And they're posting all of these images, and none of them are from stores. None of them are actually from the actual places where people buy the DVDs and Blu-rays. It's all these other places and others like, oh, this is my son's face after seeing Captain Marvel. But it's just a picture of his face. And then there's a second picture of the actual, like, Blu-ray. So it's like, okay, so you literally could have done anything to make your kid do that face. And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, well, first off, how about you make your own vlog? Go to your own stores and prove that it's actually selling really well. Because I've done the research. I went to every major store in my area, and Captain Marvel is not selling. 
the collectible Blu-ray, you know, steelbooks that always sell for many movies are not selling for this movie. There are packs and packs and packs of this movie because no one's buying it, at least on physical media. And you can talk all you want about how, oh, but everyone's buying it on digital media. Okay? That was the excuse that I said from the very beginning that they were going to use. But at the end of the day, guess where you make more money? On the actual physical media. So, yeah, good job. You're selling on the cheapest format possible. That's great. That's awesome. And also, you want to know where Captain Marvel's doing really well? Pirating sites. But I wouldn't know anything about that. Allegedly. Allegedly, of course. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. So, what can I? What do I know? What can I say? <laughs> uh, Phantom Menace says, In ER show, they have something big, usually in the season finale, and they did for 15 years, Doctors, uh, and they killed Doctors off mostly. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. I heard that they mostly just kill people off for that one. All right, back over to my D-Live peeps. What's up, D-Live peeps? Uh, Kim Can Park, thank you very much for the ice cream. Ice cream! Uh, Peabody says, bought you two things today. See if you can name one. Category classic Aussie product. Kookaburra. Did you finally give me the kookaburra that I always wanted? Did you finally give me the kookaburra that I've always wanted? Peabody, I want you to send me a kookaburra. <laughs> Peabody says, Freya first, stream second. We know you love us, but Freya comes first. Absolutely. And I do love you guys. And that's why there will be a stream tonight. How long it is and, and when it happens, that is up to Freya. But yes. Um, Kim Camp Park says, uh, yes, and the digital is on sale already. Exactly. So again, sure, the digital sales might be fine. They might be doing really well. But guess what? It's also doing very well, allegedly, on pirating sites. I wouldn't really know much about this. I'm not saying that it's like ranked number one and popular because everyone wants to pirate it because, hey, calm down. They're fighting over a horn um, because everyone wants to pirate it because no one wants to actually pay to see the movie. But here's my logic behind it not doing well because people say, oh, well, no, they're just keeping it well stocked. Okay, then explain to me why Us had like one copy that was like laying down because it had literally been pillaged. Everyone bought Us. Everyone was buying the 4K, the Steelbook. Because one, the Steelbook is beautiful. And I'm going to give you a little mini review of Us. I actually liked it. I'm not going to lie. I'm always going to be honest with you guys. I think that Jordan Peele is a great filmmaker. Now, I'm not going to defend his show. I'm not going to defend Twilight Zone. And I'm not going to say that he's not woke as a person. I've never seen the Twilight Zone show, so I can't speak to that. But I can say that Get Out, I personally really enjoyed it. I thought it was very well written. Anyone can say all they want about, oh, all of the things that they were implying by the story and everything about, you know, and, you know, you can go all into that. Okay, fine. Again, I'll accept that. I can accept your logic there. But Us was actually a really, really good movie. Like, it was a thrilling film, and I didn't know where it was going. And there were twists and turns in there where I'm like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Now, again, there's other things that you can dig out of it, but as an actual movie, if you just sit back and enjoy it as a thriller, it's great. So, that's my little mini review of us. I might actually go. I might actually buy it. I might actually buy it because the steelbook is actually beautiful. The steelbook looks really, really good, and the movie's really good too. So that's 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 all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. I'm always gonna be honest with you guys. I'm never going to beat around the bush. Tina says, "Go see Bree in four more minutes of cringe and help us beat Avatar." I'd go see it for a few thousand dollars tax free. <laughs> yeah, if you paid me. If they offer me something, I would be like, okay, yeah, I'll go see it again for four extra four minutes. Oh, you want me to review it again? Do you really want me to review it again? Because the first review was not very good. And I'm going to tell you right now, four, adding four minutes is not going to fix your time travel issue. Uh, John Early says, it is strange how much entertainment like movies and TV can affect us on an emotional level. Sometimes good literature can do that to us too. Oh, absolutely. And I, I've said this before, that a good movie that emotionally affects you is a one that is worth owning. That's why I need to eventually slim this down a little bit because there's some movies up here where I'm like, do I really have an emotional connection to this movie? 
There are some out there that I definitely do. Like Whiplash, I just upgraded it to a Steelbook, which is beautiful, by the way. I, I took a picture and put it on Twitter. Um, but Whiplash had an emotional impact on me. The ending had me literally... You know, you always hear the expression, I was on the edge of my seat. Whiplash's ending had me on the edge of my seat. When I saw it a second time, I saw other people on the edge of their seat. And I was like, that is an ending. That is a movie. That is something that is so rare these days. Because it was an original concept. And it was something that was amazing. Unfortunately, Damien Chazelle followed that film up with La La Land, which was not very good. But still, you know, it, it's, 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 uh, Whiplash was great. At least he had one great one. Will Gentry says, careful with what you sing, you might get a copyright strike. So, um, interestingly enough, I'm in the process of digitizing a lot of the shows that I've done over the past few years because they decided to put the shows actually online instead of doing DVDs like they normally do because we used to have someone that would film and make DVDs and it would take a while, but uh, nowadays everything is mostly streaming. And so I've kind of taken charge of that. And so I'm in the process of digitizing a lot of, uh, of the old shows that I was in. And actually, I shared one with my patrons a long time. It was one from 2009. Video quality is not very good. So part of me is like, I kind of want to do a stream, and I'm going to – I'm thinking about it because obviously I don't want to you know, push anything. I kind of want to do a stream to raise some money so I can buy the church that I did shows at, a legitimate camera that they own that they can film the shows with from this point forward and have good quality every single time. And not have to be in this position this year where they only film two of the nights. Normally, every night is filmed. And this was one of the only years. I think uh, last year, too, there was an issue because I think last year was the first year that the person that would film because there was a falling out stopped filming it. Um, And so we only had like a couple of nights that were actually filmed. So I'm thinking of doing a stream like that in the next couple weeks because I would really like to be able to, uh, to do that for them because of all the things that they gave me. Uh, let's see. Lou says, I think Pattinson might do a good job. Optimistic about it. Tina says, um, oh, a Robert Pattinson, Lou says. Um, again, I, I per- it would not be my first choice. He could surprise the hell out of all of us. But, yeah. Uh, Tina says, and our buddy Scotty Mendelson said MIB should have gone more dark, grittier, and tackled the modern-day immigration problem as it was originally supposed to be. Yeah, right, Scotty. Yeah, sure. I'm sure that having a film about immigration, that would have made the film make money. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because people want to be preached to about immigration, Scotty Mendelson. Ugh, really? (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my giddy aunt. Oh, my giddy aunt. All right, things are going crazy on D-Live. What's up, D-Live peeps? Don't worry. I didn't forget about you. I didn't forget about you. Uh, over easy mode, thank you for the lemon. King Cam Park, thank you for the lemon as well. Uh, Peepi says, Kookaburra, do you want me to get arrested? Um, if that's what I need to get a Kookaburra, then yes. King Cam Park says, watch Party of Us when you purchase it. Yeah, dude, I would totally be down for that, King Cam Park. Totally would be down to watching it again. Uh, put, it, put it on BitChute. They don't care as far as I know. Yeah, but... But also, the people that we're dealing with here are mostly kids or older generation who don't really understand it. So I'm not going to put, like, the shows, at least, like, when it comes to the shows. I'm not going to put the shows on BitChute because they would be like, what's BitChute? Why did I get this link to a BitChute? What's cryptocurrency? So I'm, it would be better for me just to upload it onto onto YouTube. And, and they have been copyrighted. So just so you know, they, like, every single one of them, when they've been processed, because they obviously they, they recognize the songs, they've been copyrighted, but it has not been struck. I created a separate channel for it, and there's been no strikes. Uh, the videos are still live. It just has said, you can't monetize it. I'm like, well, that's fine, because I wasn't planning on monetizing these videos anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What else? Yeah, man, but I would, I would totally be down to doing a watch uh, party of us 
uh, when I purchase it. I mean, I could I could do one tomorrow, technically. Allegedly, I could do one tomorrow. However, I do also kind of want to buy the Steelbook because the Steelbook is beautiful. It's one of those things where it's like, do I really want to own this film? And is this a movie that I would watch multiple times after the fact? And if not, I might not buy it. Obviously, uh, Spy Flash says we don't need a stream tonight. Spend time with the wife. Well, you see, she's busy too. That, that's just the thing is that we're so busy because she's trying to get a job still, and things are looking really good for one of these places. But she's got some stuff she's got to finish first, so she's already going to be busy doing stuff. So it's just it's a timing thing. It's it's us trying to make sure. Basically, it's us trying to make sure that our paths cross at the right time. <laughs> so there might not be a daily. Actually, no, I'm kidding. There will be a daily video after I wake up at some point, but. Uh, let's see, Joe West says, what do you think about of Black Mask being the main villain in Birds of Prey? Um, well, I don't really care much about the villain because I care more about the Birds of Prey itself and everything that we're hearing about the story, everything that we're hearing about with the behind-the-scenes stuff and the fact that it's the same writer of Bumblebee. That's what I care more about, Joe West. And I think that the writer being the same writer from Bumblebee and the writing of Bumblebee sucked, Bumblebee Tuna, um, I, I will have to say that I'm not looking forward to that movie at all. I think that film's going to be woke as F and it's going to suck. And it's really sad because I do love Margot Robbie playing um, uh, Harley Quinn. She's a great Harley Quinn. Gannison says, Captain Marvel is selling at thirteen uh, at four, $4.50 US dollars. It's so cheap. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, they're selling it. Like, people are like, oh, it's doing so well on digital. Yeah. If you mean that it's being pirated, like, hell, sure. I can admit that fact. I can say right now that Captain Marvel is probably one of the most pirated films right now. Good job, Captain Marvel. You have a lot of people that want to watch you because they didn't want to pay to see you in the first place or people that watched you, maybe liked you, but didn't like you enough to actually pay to go and, like, you know, own you. Good job. Great job, Captain Marvel. Like, seriously, this is, God, these people, these people, man. I'm telling you. But yeah, apparently on eBay, you can buy the Steelbook, you can buy the Blu-ray for, like, dirt cheap. Sasha Neon says, have you seen Late Night and is it worse than Booksmart in being disgustingly woke? I have not because just the description of the movie, I was like, no thank you. Because they were like, oh, it's a female uh, talk show host and she hires a female, uh, the first ever female writer and and the female writer in her clash because of changes. And I'm like, ah, mm. And also, I've ever since A Wrinkle in Time, I am not a fan of what's her name. I don't, I don't even know her name. Uh, Mindy Kaling. Don't like her at all. I've never thought that she's been funny in the first place. She was not good in, in Wrinkle in Time. And then she also jumped on the woke bandwagon for Wrinkle in Time saying that, oh, it wasn't made for you. And, uh, you're just racist if you don't like it. And, uh, so I don't want to see anything with her that that's going to support her. I, I, I love the lead. Again, I, I think that she's great. But Mindy Kaling, I don't want to, I don't really want to see her in a movie. She bothers me. <laughs> uh, Grandmaster Yoda says, can we have an Alita stream at July 31st? Probably not July 31st, because that's going to be when school stuff's going to start. But we can definitely have an Alita stream uh, probably earlier than that. Because the the digital copy goes live July 23rd. No, actually, it goes live earlier than that. I'm not going to get my digital copy until earlier. Um, But, yeah, we can definitely do an Alita watch party, though, when it comes out. Hunger Junkie says, a movie to laugh at. I laugh pretty hard when the alien bursts out of his chest. (laughs) Well, hey, man. If that's what makes you happy, Honka Chunky, then then go ahead. But I would say life of, if it was me, I would say life of Brian. Alice McCarthy says, all I know is that Jordan Peele uh, better not mess up Candyman. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is that the dude is a good filmmaker. I don't think, I don't think objectively, I don't think anyone can say that he's not a good filmmaker. Now, we can talk about his writing being woke. We can talk about his comments about not hiring white male actors or 
correction, not creating a story with a white male lead. But at the end of the day, I'm like, he should be able to say that. But at the same time, a white director should be able to come out and say, oh, I don't see myself casting a black male lead. And there should still be no problems either way with it. Because at the end of the day, it's like, no, all I'm going to do is I'm going to cast the people that are going to be best for this role. And if he's going to be, you know, think about it. You know, Jordan Peele is writing stories and he has his own picture in his mind. Well, if he's lived in the black community his entire life, which he has, then in his mind, most of the stories are probably going to have black people. Just like a white person who lives around mostly white people, if they're writing a story, in their mind, they're mostly going to be thinking about what? Mostly thinking about and envisioning and imagining what? White people, right? I mean, this is to me, that's just common sense. And so when he said that, I was like, I mean, I'm going to defend. I actually defended him. I made a video defending him, and it got a lot of hate. Got a lot of uh, negative uh, reaction from people that subscribe to the channel. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm sorry, but, you know, sorry, so sorry. But at the end of the day, I think that anyone should be able to cast whoever the hell they want for any reason whatsoever. And as long as they do a good story, I'm fine with it. And that's why for Jordan Peele so far, you know, for his two movies, I- I've liked them both. I think that he's a good screenwriter. Now, again, I've not seen Twilight Zone. So don't get on me for that. You know, Twilight Zone's what? Again, I'm not saying he's not woke. Not saying that at all. I'm speaking from an objective standpoint that objectively he's a good filmmaker. Filmmaker. Uh, Asma Kathy says, or about Candyman. Van Menace says, I may know about pirating websites allegedly as well. Allegedly. Using those sites as well again, allegedly. Yes, all allegedly, of course. Anyone out there who allegedly might be using it allegedly is using so allegedly. And I will not ever say and expose anyone allegedly for using anything allegedly because it's all allegedly. Can't prove it. And that's why you should click on my link, actually, uh, segue. So this is not a sponsorship video, but it is a, an affiliate sponsorship, I guess you can say. Uh, one of the top links on my YouTube channel is for ExpressVPN. Get a VPN, guys. Protect yourselves. Don't let the man keep you down. <laughs> oh, man. What have, what have I become? Now I'm pushing VPNs. I do use ExpressVPN, though, and it works very well. I've not had any issues. I've not had any issues with any alleged activity. Mmm, that was delicious. And it's just water. Uh, Kim Kim Park says, sweet, can't wait. Filmy Professor over on DLive says, did you hear that J.J. Abrams is possibly being the Kevin Feige of the CEU? Yes, Filmy Professor, I did hear about that. And really, at the end of the day, it could go either way. I have my issues with J.J. Abrams, but at least they'll have somebody in charge. To me, it's like, if you have at least somebody in charge, maybe your films will start to actually work. Maybe it'll be okay. But at the same time, I can also look at what he did with Star Wars, and I can look at what he's done with Lost. I can look at about what he's done and his history, and I could also say, yeah, probably not, probably not going to be good. But, you know, I'd say it's 50-50. <laughs> at least they'll have someone in charge, though, right? Peabody says, I went to Toy I went to Toy Mate this morning, used to be Toys R Us, and bought you a figure, guess who? Oh, boy. Hmm. You bought me a figure. I'm going to guess K2SO. Because you know that I like that character. It's like one of the only Star Wars, Disney Star, new, new Disney Star Wars characters I like. K2SO. Probably was pretty cheap. Film Professor says, Australia is, prob- is possibly one of the most beautiful countries to visit. I really want to visit it one day. One day I'll go to Australia. One day. Kim Park says, those cat ladies that like Captain Marvel don't buy stuff. They're the biggest ones roaming Twitter and Pirate Bay. Yup, probably. <laughs> Film Professor says, Minnie Kaling has a voice that can pierce animantium. Oh boy. Oh, boy. That's toxic. Filmy Professor, that's toxic. Oh, my gosh. That's so toxic of you. Why would you say that? That's toxic masculinity. How dare you? How dare you do that? 
Reed Palancia, thank you so much for the $20.86 donation. I love uh, I love transfer rates. But Reed, thank you so much for the donation. It really does mean a lot. Hits and flops will come and go, but what stays with you is the experience you had in watching them. Some people love flops uh, as they can be so bad as to be entertaining. It seems at present we can look forward more flops than hits. Yeah, yeah exactly right. And I think that just because you do well financially does not mean that you're a good movie. does not mean that people are going to remember you. Do you honestly think that people are going to go out of their way to buy Disney's remake of Aladdin? No. Do you know what movie they do own probably already? Aladdin from the 1990s. I know that that's a movie that at some point I would love to have in my personal collection. I think I already actually have. Yeah, I do. I do own Aladdin. So um, I have no plans to ever buy that. And I have no plans to really ever watch it again. The only scene that I ever want to watch from that movie, which you can find for free on YouTube now is speechless because Naomi Scott is the only good part of that movie. Naomi Scott's Jasmine is the only good part. It's like, ah, man, it's, uh, gosh, it's frustrating. Uh, but Reed, thank you so much for that donation. And it is, it's so true. Seriously. You know, you know, you'll have hits, you'll have flops, but at the end of the day, movies that move you are what are a rarity nowadays. And that's something that Hollywood needs to focus on more because that's the reason why the movie theater is dying. You know, you, you have more flops than hits now. And that is going to have a tremendous impact on movie studios. And if they don't make a change, and obviously Disney's trying to protect itself with the streaming service, but if they don't make an active change to start going for new content, original content, and instead of just trying to go for lowest common denominator and just throwing a lot of money behind it, creating new stories for maybe less money, they're going to basically kill off the movie theater industry. Movie theaters are going to start shutting down already in the next 10, 20 years, you know, unless there's some type of innovation that happens. And pretty soon, everything's going to be online, everything's going to be digital, and no one's going to be going to the theater anymore. So, that can be sped up if people continue to do this nonsense. Lacey Tano says, Captain Marvel is everywhere in stores around me. Rows and rows of them. Why is it supposedly number one on iTunes? Sadness. Well, here's the thing. So, it comes out. It's the newest film out. It's on the front page of your iTunes store. It's on the front page of any digital medium you have. So, guess what? It's going to be number one. Just because you're number one doesn't mean that you're selling well. It just means that everything else that no one else is buying is being out... You know, more people are buying Captain Marvel because it's brand new. Guess what? Oh, my God. People buy things when it's brand new, right? There were some people that did like Captain Marvel. Let's just not... Let's not beat around the bush. It did make over a billion dollars. There are some people that wanted to see it and wanted to buy it. But, again, you make the point, Lacey, and it's a good point. There's physical medium. No one's buying it. And it's so funny because one of the persons that went after me on Twitter who was just trolling the hell out of me was trying to put, like, images of, oh, but so-and-so said their Best Buy was sold out and they said it was sold out. And I'm like, I'm sure that it's selling well in certain areas. Any movie can do well in a certain area. Any movie. <laughs> Even some of the worst movies. Men in Black International, when it comes out on 4K, or if it, if it comes out on 4K or Blu-ray, will do well in certain areas. Like, it's just, that's the way of the game. But overall... It's not doing well on the physical medium because more reports are coming out about the film not selling well. And the fact that I went to a store, because some people might say, oh, maybe your store is just not a very good store. Okay, then why was Us, like, almost sold out? Why was the Us Steel book pretty much gone? But Captain Marvel was, like, literally across. And you can see in my video, it has its own row, and it's filled to the brim. And I don't think a single copy had been taken. And all that nonsense of, oh, they're just keeping it well stocked. No. That's, that is the look of, oh, no one's touched this. No one's even looking at this right now. And you want to know how you know? Because when you have a row of us, actually, no, you don't even, 
us didn't even get its own row. Us had what two, like maybe like two sections, and it was picked apart. When you have that, if you really are a store that cares about your looks and making sure everything stays stocked, that wouldn't have you know, you you wouldn't have that look. So that's how you're able to kind of get around that. But yeah, it's just oh, it's ridiculous. Um, DLive people, uh, let's see. Kry says, should I get a VPN if my SP is not in my name? I would always recommend it, and just know that VPNs do not protect you from everything. Because the sites that you go to, even when you have a VPN, still have their trackers and cookies and all these other things. So there's a lot of other things. If you really, if you want to be completely off the map, VPN is just like the tip of the iceberg. But if you want to do things uh, and access things on a Fire Stick, for example, allegedly a VPN is pretty much necessary uh, nowadays because streaming, you know, for streaming things, ISPs really don't care nearly as much about that. But if you plan on doing any downloading, which I always would, you know, kind of go against because that is something that is one of the moral qualms I have. Not to say that allegedly it hasn't happened and that I haven't done it before. But normally it's to get, for example, a movie so that way we can watch a movie together and there's a digital copy that's available when it's not available on a Netflix or anything like that. So, or it's a movie that I just don't want to give any money to because they don't deserve any money. Um, But especially if you're going to download, you need a VPN. If you're going to download, you need a VPN. And I think Mr. Peabody says that he hasn't used one or he uses torrent sites and stuff. But if you use torrents and anything like that, you do. Because I remember I was doing something for Avengers Endgame, which I hated and didn't want to see in theaters again, allegedly. And I got an email like within seconds of, hey, <laughs> just so you know, uh, we, got a, <laughs> we got a little email from, from Disney and you should delete whatever it is you have. Ever since I've had the VPN, though, uh, I have not had any issues. So I would recommend it. Um, I use ExpressVPN, and personally, I like it. I have not had any issues with, it, issues with it yet, and it works very well on the Fire Stick. So, if you're one of those persons, allegedly, of course. Um, let's see. PMI says, I bought a figure from Last Jedi, K2SO. I would keep that. <laughs> you, you, oh, you bought a Last Jedi. Don't... Did you did you buy me a second Aussie Rose Tiga? Or did you buy me a, an Admiral Holdo? Oh, God. Not an Admiral Gender Studies. Please, no. No. Please, no. Kim Campark says, off topic, but there is a video Project Veritas just posted about Google's getting pretty damning. Yeah, dude, uh, Project Veritas getting censored in that way is pretty awful. And yeah, I mean, they're doing some they're doing some great work exposing behind-the-scenes corruption. It's bad. Guys, it's really bad. Like, YouTube is not just shutting down random channels. YouTube is systematically shutting down channels for very specific reasons. And a lot of it has to do with politics. And it's really sad. It is really sad to see. And that's why I have turned on super chats that's why i've now officially um and also dion if you're still watching man i have figured out a way i haven't tr- tested it yet but i have figured out a way how to mirror uh youtube to to bit shoot so that way it does it automatically there are videos that show you how to do it um i just i couldn't get to the settings that they were showing me it's because you have to actually go to your profile page and go to the settings there and that's where you can find the link where you can put in your channel ID. And then it'll apparently, when you upload a new video, it'll automatically upload um, later on, apparently. So I'm going to try that out probably sometime today. But uh, that's the reason why I'm going over to BitChute. That's why I'm shutting down Super Chats. That's why I'm doing these things because uh, Google is shutting things down, is shutting down free speech, is demonetizing you know content for no reason whatsoever. They even admit saying, oh, yeah, you didn't violate your uh, terms of service, but you know what? We're just going to demonetize you anyway. Okay, yeah, great. That's not tyranny at all. 
oh, but they're a private company. They can do whatever they want. Okay, that's fine. The problem is, is that they're a private company that has not laid out their terms and conditions clearly, that have not have, have not laid out what the rules are. How can I play a game? It's like, it would be like me going to play soccer, but they decided to create new rules out of nowhere where you couldn't use your foot or you couldn't use your left foot on every third day. You couldn't use your left foot on every third game of the year. And they never told me that. And then all of a sudden, I keep getting yellow cards. I was like, wait, why am I getting yellow cards? What, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, you should know the rules. And I'm like, what's the rule? Oh, it's the what, 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 what? Not only is it a stupid rule in the first place, so you see there's a correlation there. It's a stupid rule in the first place. But also, you kind of got to tell us that it's a rule in the first place. So, yeah. That's my, that's my uh, soccer slash real football reference to all of my UK, Aussie, and anyone else that um, knows about real football. Levi says, no, no Rose, but no, it's worse. Then I would say Admiral Holdo. Um, let's see. Mr. Peabody says on DLive, you don't know how to use pirate sites. I told you you have to know what you're looking at. Yes, Peabody, but at the same time, I, I don't think you realize how exposed you really are, especially in the Upside Down. Especially in the Upside Down. Frank in the clan. What's going on, Frank? Frank says, DJD worked everyone about what YouTube was going to do, and now we are seeing it. Yeah, he, he, he talked about it. Uh, King333, thank you very much for the follower on DLive. I appreciate it, man. It's ridiculous, though. Ryan Kitty says, have you seen Game Night? It's really fun and has a lot of weird twists. I love Game Night. Game Night was one of my favorite films of the year. Of that year, Game Night broke into my top ten because it was that damn good. Game Night is hilarious. I freaking love his – I love the cop neighbor. The cop neighbor is my favorite part of that movie. Uh, a three-for-one special. How does that at all ever – how would that ever uh, – how does that at all benefit Frito-Lay? <laughs> it's one of my favorite quotes. How does that at all benefit Frito-Lay? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God, guys. Game Night is a movie that – you know what? We might <laughs> – I haven't decided what movie to watch uh, for tomorrow morning. I'm trying to know, you know what, because for, for the morning streams, I'm trying to do movies that I have never seen before. For the next movie night, we might have to do Game Night because Game Night is fantastic. Oh, my God. I love Game Night so much. <laughs> how's that? How does that at all profit Frito-Lay? <laughs> It's <laughs> got little dog. Oh, if you've never seen it, it's great. Uh I think that's I think that's got to be the next movie night. God, it's so good. Stevie says, "Why do you think several horror f- movies are being released in the summer? Because they think horror films can. S- Basically, it's because they're thinking themselves. The studios are like, okay, so we release this film and we make it for five million dollars during October. It does really well. Well." Summer is a huge time for movies because people are off. So maybe if we make the same movie for $5 million and we put just as little thought into it, maybe it'll sell well over the summer too. That's the reason why. So I think it has more to do with them thinking we can jump on that summer bandwagon more so than anything else. Gannison says, what are your thoughts on Terminator Dark Fate? It looks awful. It looks terrible. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, I, I, I like some aspects of the trailer. I didn't hate the trailer like everyone else did. But it was also not a great trailer either. So, uh, oh, but, you know, James Cameron's producing it. Oh, good job. He's producing it. He's produced a lot of things that have been crap. All right? Just because he's producing it doesn't mean anything. Also, Hall and Spasm, thank you very much for the follow over on uh, Twitch. Appreciate that. Alistair Carthy says, I thought a Rambo 1 was for tomorrow's movie stream. That's right. Rambo, it was Rambo 1 Part 2. 
Rambo one part two, Alex McCarthy, I think is the movie that I was, I was talking about. Will Gentry says, is it just me or do you have a lot of people watching this morning compared to most? It's usually around 30 or so, but 83 watching the last couple have been big. Uh, last week we had over a hundred, we had 115 people watching at one point last week. It was insane. Uh, which is really cool. And anyway, if you're watching, please smash the like button. Thank you so much for, for the support, whether you're on DLive or uh, whether you're on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and for supporting. I really do appreciate it, man. Especially on DLive because this is my first partnered stream over on DLive. So thank you so much for the support. There will be a chest opening uh, for those that uh, who are you know who follow the channel. I do my chest openings during my outro. So when I put the outro music on, I usually will add a little bit of Cheddar to the box and uh, will then release it as such. So... Uh, Dion says, yeah, I did that. Uh, so we will see. I'm noticing double upload on my last two YouTube videos. Odin, it's working. Now. Okay, cool. Cool, Dion. Awesome. Sounds good. Peabody says, I bought I bought you. Oh, Google, I was not talking to you. Why does she want every? This is like the third stream in a row where she's talked to me. It's like, Google, leave me alone. All right. I know that I was bad mouthing you before because you deserve to be bad mouthed, but I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> Uh, Peabody says, internet disconnected. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dion says, I got an awesome two subs on BitChute. All right. Well, if guys, you're on DLive, 19 people watching DLive, click on that link to BitChute. Dion's good people. Click on Dion. Give him a sub. Give him some, some, give him some support. Uh, Mulala. Holland Spasm is me. Well, Mulala, thank you very much for that follow, Mulala. I appreciate that. Kim Kim Park, thank you for the lemon. Appreciate it. But, yeah, uh, Alex McCarthy, I think that we're doing Rambo First Blood Part 2 because I've already seen First Blood. Now I need to see First Blood Part 2. Well, Gentry says, is it just me? Or, okay, got that one already. Yeah, we have a lot of people this morning, so thank you again. Vladdy99 says, what do you think of the backlash to Alita Army on Twitter? Some people are getting pretty pissed off at our love for Alita. I, I think that at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of really sad people that don't appreciate good film. You know? And if you didn't like Alita, hey, you're entitled to your opinion. Again, if you don't like it, that's fine. That's fine. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have a problem with you. Just like if you liked Captain Marvel, for some god reason, if you like Captain Marvel, I don't hate you. I, I, I question your objective reality because objectively it was flawed, but I'm not going to, you know, attack you for it. Um, Let's see. Gannison says, got to go. Hope you have a great day. Thank you, Gannison. Appreciate it, man. John Early says, G.I. Joe sucks as a film franchise. Actually, pay to see G.I. Joe 2 in the theater. Big mistake. You're tearing me apart, Captain Marvel. Yeah, G.I. Joe. Never saw the sequel. Just looked so bad. It just looked so bad, and I heard it was bad. So, Phantom Menace says, "I tried to watch Captain Marvel, and I may have tried to, I, I may have tried pirate it allegedly, but I couldn't get past the beginning allegedly because of all the streams and videos on Captain Marvel allegedly, allegedly. Yes, yes, allegedly. I understand." Uh, Sasha Neon says, "How painful would it be to listen to a commentary by Brie Larson for Captain Marvel? Surely that's a good reason." Oh my God, I I haven't even checked. I have to see if they have a commentary track, and it's Brie Larson. Oh, yeah, like, here, this is when I was doing my own stunts, and, like, oh, but there's my stunt team. So, I did, so, here's the clarification. I did my own stunts on Avengers Endgame, but here, I had a stunt team, because the stunts were a lot more important, but I still did some of my own stunts. I'm still pretty badass. Oh, look at this scene. Yeah, you know, I remember this scene. I remember this scene, because I remember that I was hanging from that rope for, like, an hour, and I was like, oh, my God, I got to hang from this rope for an hour. How hard is my life? Yeah. I would love to listen to that for two hours. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, let's see what we got. Oh, I've fallen behind. I've fallen behind, my friends. I've fallen behind. 
All right, YouTube. Uh, Senate says, how's it going? What's going on, Senate? Venom says, do I have to pay for that VPN because I'm poor to do that? Yeah, it is It is something you pay for, but uh, just a small, a small little promotion for it. You do get a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't like it, you can get your money back. So... Uh, there's no free trials with ExpressVPN, unfortunately, but you do get the money-back guarantee. Uh, Lou says, just watch out for drop bears. Just watch out for drop bears? What? Grandmaster Yoda says, are you surprised Disney let Mark Hamill spoil Luke's Force Ghost? Not really. I think that they're ready to move on, to be honest. I think they're like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Russell Ali says, Avatar was average, but at that time, its VFX was five years ahead of anything. Everything Cameron film had a revolutionary SFX. So if that was up um, in that way... Why- way are you up for avatar 2 uh so here's the problem though i don't care if the vfx are good because if the story sucks the movie sucks i don't care if the monsters look cool in godzilla if the story sucks the story sucks i'm still not gonna like it because the story sucks so i'm i'm willing to give i'm gonna go see avatar 2 i don't want to but for the channel's sake i'm gonna go see it but at the same time too I'm I'm gonna be honest, and if the story sucks, I'm gonna call it out. I don't care if the VFX are like you know life changing. If the story is once again a terrible story, then I'm gonna call it out. Tina says Gary and Doomcock said Babylon Five is owned by Warner Brothers, so they are now fearing for a reboot of that is JJ style yet another franchise which he might touch. Oh good lord, please no. Well, Jenner says Nah, man. I bet he bought you L337. Oh man, did you buy me an L337, dude? Peabody, did you buy me an L337? That'd be something. Um, Alice McCarthy says, even my wife who acts like, uh, like, acts like she's a Disney princess told me that Disney needs to stop ruining all their classics to live action remakes. It's just, yes, agreed. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, I'd rather marathon all six Sharknadoes than MIB for, thank you very much. Oh, rather than listen to her speak? Yeah, absolutely. Joe West says, what do you think of the DCAMU? Animated universe? Oh, the animated universe. I have not seen many of the DC animated films, but I heard they're great. So I'd be willing to give more of them a watch. CF Productions coming to you another stream. What's going on, dude? The Senate says, I was walking out of my local and saw Captain Marvel on Redbox. It said, movie night just got better. I said, no. <laughs> oh, that's great. You should have filmed it and then uploaded it. Sasha Neon says, you think the pit of Atari ET game cartridges have room has room for the Captain Marvel DVDs? <laughs> Sierra Productions says YouTube is also going after the next news network. The next news network, a channel I watch for news that I can trust. Yeah, man. Uh, they're going after everyone. Anyone that does not follow the party line, they're going to go after. Will Gentry says a VPN is like having a lock on your door. It won't stop determined burglars, but it'll keep all the casual burglars out. Exactly. So it'll keep your ISPs out. But if there's someone that wants to hack you, there are going to be ways for them to be able to hack you. So, but also too, people can you know Google can still track your information even if you're using a VPN. So just 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 know if you want to get off the map, you have to do a lot more than that. Basically, you have to get off of all social media <laughs> if you want to play, uh, you know, stay completely off the map. But a VPN can indeed help when it comes to uh, certain things with fire sticks, allegedly. As regards, says, yeah, Terminator Dark Fate looks like crap, but it has Arnold. So the rest can be crap, but it'll be awesome just because of Arnold. Yeah, it has. And I like Linda Hamilton. I think that having her back is cool. I just I'm worried that they are just dangling those things out in front of people to be you know kind of bait them into watching it you know. Azrael says awesome. I will dig out my Rambo 2 Blu-ray for tomorrow and set my phone alarm. Yeah, just remember that it's 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 Rambo First Blood Part Two. All right, 
because that might make a difference for some people. Russell Ali says, you ever heard of the Human Centipede movie being a med student? I'm disgusted watching it, but I have to say it's actually medically possible. <laughs> Stretch a bit. I have seen it, and I it's hilariously disgusting. It's hilariously disgusting. Um, I actually saw that movie, and my best friend had a a weird reaction to the lighting because there's a there's a weird use of the lighting in the room and my friend got sick and it wasn't because of what was going on the lighting made him sick not the movie the lighting Stevie says when i saw brie with her two stunt doubles i thought it was so drunk i saw triple cannot believe it i know seriously gosh and then everyone's like oh my gosh she's so great she gave her stunt doubles you know we should be we should be praising her stunt doubles don't get enough attention which i agree with however brie larson should not be given that attention the stunt double shit Sajanian says, drop bears, yaoi's, and bunyips are the Bigfoots of Aussie land. Watch out, mate. Oh, my goodness. That's why I need a kookaburra to warn me. Kookaburra is going to warn me of all those things. Will Gendry says, I wonder if Bree will point in the commentary which scenes had the butt double in them. <laughs> Grandma Zero says, I wonder what Bree's stunt team think about I do my own stunt statement. I know. I wonder. Rhaegar Targaryen says, hail, just watch the dead don't die. Dumpster fire. When I vote Trump in 2020, blame Jim Jamoosh for making a character with a Make America... Uh, great again hat wait what the dead don't die had a character what are you kidding me really that's sad i actually uh laura ryan's film adventures story did not like the movie but then the more she thought about it the the more she couldn't get out of her head so she like was like i I kind of like it but i kind of don't like it so yeah i I didn't have plans to see that but maybe all right guys so we just hit the hour mark and i need to get to sleep but let me go ahead and catch up on d live really quick Thank you for the 18 people that are watching. Uh, Kim Kim Cart, thank you for that lemon once again. Dion, thank you for the ice cream. Um, Peabody says, if I had in trouble for using a pirate site, they might extradite me. They free trip to the United States. <laughs> yeah, but at what cost to you? Fleming Professor says, you should do an international movie watch evening every, every evening, every week. So uh, he, here's the problem. International movie watch, that might work for people in Australia when it's nighttime for me. But for people in the UK and Europe, it sucks. It's the middle of the night. So that's why my movie mornings are kind of my, hey, those who can, you know, actually watch, you know, because you're in the UK and stuff, this is for you. And then my people on YouTube get the movie nights because it's, 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 I try to, and that's why that one's like once a month because I just, I don't have time. Maybe now that the show's over, I'll have a little more time. Peabody says, this is when I, pl- when I applied my own makeup in a... Sn- this is when I applied my own makeup in a snowblower. And it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Oh my God. Peabody says, drop bears is an Australia thing. Bears fall out of trees. What? There are drop bears? Bears drop out of trees? That's terrifying. <laughs> Peabody says, koalas get intoxicated on leaves and are known for falling out of trees. I have heard of that. I have heard of that. Okay. Now that you say koalas, yes, I have heard of them getting drunk and falling out oh my god but i would be terrified if you're just having a nice little picnic with your wife and then all of a sudden <laughs> drop bear <laughs> Dion says yep agreed story is first over everything else agreed kim camp park says uh when you get to chat you should take freya to look out mountain we've already been there yeah so we, we've already done a lot of the touristy stuff so it, once we go there we're just gonna go hiking because hiking is awesome uh Peabody says also koalas aren't happy about it so stay out of their way <laughs> god oh that's scary 
Uh, CF Productions, are we streaming tonight? Yes. I don't know the time yet, but there will be a stream tonight. Uh, McCarthy says he knows his Rambos. Good to hear. John Early says, I haven't seen a Sam Raimi film since Oz Raid and Powerful. I think Raimi should have made another film take place in the Drag Me to Hell universe. Drag Me to Hell universe was a really cool universe. I agree. Oz Raid and Powerful, not so much. So Neon says, how is it that the new Fast and Furious movie looks to be among the better movies coming out? Points for it. Points for it to looking to be woke-free. I hope it goes woke-free. That would be really nice if it went woke-free, but we honestly don't know. Um, the sentence says, what time is it for you? It's 8 o'clock where I live. Right now, it's 10 a.m. Steven says, have you – I have not watched the Ivan Cut, but I have it. I have the Ivan Cut. All right, so let me go ahead and shout out some people really quick before we end the stream. So a huge shout-out first to my June patrons. So that will be updating over the next month or so. Uh, so if you have become a patron member since, uh, you know, over the month of June, your name will be added, uh, once July starts, when everything, once everything processes, um, if you want things more instant, I believe subscribe star charges right away. And so therefore you get your name shout out quicker. Uh, for example, J rod, the beer guru is a $10 backer. So he actually got a t-shirt since it was his first month. And so he got that quicker too. So Again, all things to think about if you want to support the channel. But first, a huge shout-out to my patrons. Albertus Magnus, Baptist702, Brian P., Chicago Joe 47 Dan Maloney, Darkstar57, Delete System 32 Dion, Edward Coleman, Enrique Evangelista, Entertainment Hacker, Frank the Tank and the Shohan Wiener Dog Clan, Harold Francis the Hunka Chunka Funkin' Monkey, and happy birthday to you, Hunka Chunka Funkin' Monkey. I hope that you enjoy the movie tonight. Inflamed Wood, Intertrap Productions, Jason Clark, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Jerembeck, my boy JJ, Laura Story, Matthew Kadish, Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody and his evil twin, Outpost Dyer, Perpetual Punster, Proper Ginevra, Reef Magos, Shenglong, Sir Lancelato, Teodora, The K-Man, The DJD Show, Those Two Ball Guys, and Tina B. And to my subscribe star members, Filmy Professor, J-Rod, The Beer Guru, Christian J. Murr, Texas Kayla, Rolando Scarfullery, still one of the best names ever, Nebadon G. Adams, Andreas, The K-Man, and Brandon Blick. And yes, The K-Man is indeed on both. He canceled, uh, K-Man did cancel on Patreon for next month to be a subscribe star. So uh, that's that's why he got doubled up. But as I said before, subscribe star is more instant than anything else. So anyway, guys, thank you all so, so very much for all of your support. For those watching on DLive, uh, stay tuned because I will, of course, uh, be releasing the chest. I'll put some more uh, uh, crypto in it and, and release it. And uh, so, so stay tuned to that. But also, thank you so much for being part of my first uh, partnered stream over there. I hope to do an official DLive exclusive stream sometime this week. So that way we can try and decide what gifts and stickers. Oh, I think my dog needs to go outside. Um, what what stickers and what uh, gifts y'all going to want for the channel. So that'll be on a separate stream altogether. So um, let's see. Anything, any last minute things with uh, with, 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 with the YouTubes? As I says, God bless you, good uh, sir. God bless you, good sir, as well. And again, guys, uh, if you want to see more of the content, there will be a stream tonight. So there will be a stream tonight around 6 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will put that as an event as soon as I talk to Freya and work out that time. All right. So that indeed will be something that will be going on tonight. There will be the one-man local council tomorrow we will have a morning stream movie stream amm is what i'm calling it as guardian movie mornings amm stream tomorrow on the secondary channel welcome to asgard uh so that will be on the welcome to asgard channel and it'll also be on periscope and dli no it'll be on periscope not dli because i can't keep up with two chats at the same time when there's also a separate chat if you've not ever downloaded or signed up for rabbits I recommend it. R-A-B-B.it. Sign up for it, and you'll be able to watch the movie with me. You'll see the copy that I'm watching live as it's going on, 
and it's a really cool way to watch the movie. Uh, it, everyone seems to be able to find it, uh, find a way to make it work. Even my people in the Upsan Australia find a way to make it work. My people in the UK make it work. So it's a pretty good system that we've uh, not really had many issues with so far. So it'll be Rambo First Blood Part 2 tomorrow. Rambo First Blood Part 2 tomorrow will be our movie morning. And I'm very excited for that as well. Uh, will Jenner says, OMGs, have you not heard of Drop Bears? I Now that once koalas were brought in and that they were drunk, now I know who they are and what they are. Will Jenner says, Google Drop Bears as soon as you see them here. I, I will definitely do that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. You're amazing, people. I thank you for the ice cream. Also, Tina, thank you so much for waking up this early, for being my mod, for being an awesome Valkyrie, and for stepping in uh, and stepping up as you always do because you're an amazing person. Have a wonderful day, guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless.